Hello and welcome to the WMBL show. Another big episode ahead and I am wrapped to have with me today Mia Murray. Hello Mia. Hello. And joining us as well is Sid Murray. Hey Sid. Hello. Welcome to the show. Yeah. Thanks for coming in. It's great to see you. Yeah. And the boomers are doing pretty well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well Sid, it's great to have you here. We'll let you continue drawing and we'll Keep chatting to mum. Um, it's great to have you in Melbourne, Mia, where you're playing for the Boomers and playing very well. How are you loving being down south? Really enjoying it, actually. Um, brief uh, glimpse of summer uh, over the last couple of days. Um, but no, um, family and I have um, settled in quite well. Um, the club have, you know, wrapped their arms around us and um, yeah, we're straight straight into it early October and uh, with pre-season and um we piece by piece got the, the group back and, uh, yeah, we're doing quite well. It's been a puzzle, hasn't it? And mm. um, we'll talk a bit about your move, but I guess um, you came to Melbourne probably to play a role, but it's been a much bigger role because of the injuries you've had and you've been starting and uh, and winding back the clock. <laughs> winding back the clock. <laughs> um, yeah, so when Chris spoke to me about coming down, he did mention, you know, coming off the bench, um, he did say get fit. Uh, and get ready to shoot. So, um, you know, I know what every Chris Lucas preseason's like, and I know the style that he likes to play. And I knew that I would have to get in pretty good shape to do that. Um, but yeah, I wasn't expecting uh, to play the minutes that I have been playing. Um, but you know, obviously, I'm not look. Uh, how do you replace a Test match? And you can't. Um, so I just know that you know she brings just massive energy whenever she's on the court. She's such a leader for the group, and she'll just be such a welcome um, piece to have back uh, when she is able to return. Um, and you know, who knows my my role might reduce or whatever. But um, I think once Tess is back, we'll be we'll be in good shape. Well, you've been in pretty good shape. You've lost just the one game and a huge game coming up this weekend against your former team, Townsville. Um, we've got the gang back together, really, in terms of ta- Townsville Championships with Chris, um, now coaching at Melbourne. He's recruited you and, and playing alongside your great mate, Kayla George. It, it must be great to all be back together, the, the three musketeers. <laughs> <laughs> it is. And it's like, you know, we've never left. Um, you know, I remember exactly what Chris was like and um, you know I have to thank Kayla for getting me down here because I think if I if I said no she would be on to me and uh, <laughs> you don't want that <laughs> uh, no um, but it's great to be playing with her again and I think you know being away from her and then back again I've just realized how much of a determined individual she is and um, you know I've seen her develop as a leader um, and yeah she's just so much fun to be around and Silly as silly as a bumful of smarties, still. <laughs> um, but no, uh, it's great to be back together. Um, it, it was a big move, though, wasn't it? Because you've moved your family, obviously relocated down here. Was it a big decision you had to make as a family to to leave Townsville and, and take this contract in Boomers? Uh, it was, I think, for me to to take the leap. It was huge, um, and I, I still felt that I could play and contribute. Um, so, you know, I think I was a little bit surprised to uh, get a call up. Um, you know, I was disappointed to um, not play out the end of my days with Townsville, but that's the way it is. And, um, yeah, I mean, Max was fully supportive of it. He's taken long service leave. He's he's doing the daddy daycare thing. Um, he's smashing it. And, um, yeah, it's been a good move for us. 
Yeah, that's great to hear because, I mean, it is a big leap. You're um, you're in the top 10 for games played um, and, and very active. You're creeping up. I said to you earlier today, watch out Carly Wilson because <laughs> the two of you are still going at it, which is great. And, yeah, you've won championships in Townsville. It was home. So, yeah, I'm, I'm sure it would have would have hurt a bit and, um, you know, a lot of different feelings. And then, yeah, just to have the confidence to be able to make a huge move as a family. But I guess having two people you've had success with makes that move a bit easier. Yeah, it does. And, you know, I had um, the best part of a decade up in Townsville um, playing for the fire and I'm extremely grateful to Shannon and the club for allowing me to come back and play after having Sydney and, you know, enjoyed two good years there um, after that. Um, But, yeah, you know, things change, circumstances change and, um, yeah, you never know what might happen. Happy to have you here in Melbourne. Now, just saying as well before the show that two years ago you'd come back from having Sid and we were – this time two years ago in the hub in Townsville and you guys made the grand final. Um, there were four mums playing in that season. This season there's 10. That When I heard that stat, thanks to Mark Quinn at BA, I just, I don't know, I had heart eyes, emoji heart eyes. I just thought that was so great. What, what do you think about that? I think it's fantastic um, the fact that, you know, women are you know, have the confidence to come back and play. And um, for me it was just, you know, I, I felt like I could still compete and I wanted to compete at the highest level in Australia. So um, that was my motivation. But, um, you know, the fact that, you know, the clubs support uh, the ladies to come back, um, you're, they allow partners to travel, um, look after the children um, and allow, you know, us to do what we do and be the best that we can be on the court. And I guess you've seen that in a different level this year with you talked about Kayla, your great mate and captain. She's now mum to Pearl and um, you're seeing the amazing things that she's doing. She is, she's smashing it. Um, I, I mean, when I came back, like I was probably, Sid was probably six months and you sort of out of that zombie land um, of the newborn stage, but she's right in the thick of the newborn yeah. phase and, um, you know, sleep deprived, um, captaining, captaining our team. Um, and Pearl is such a good baby and that's, that's testament to her and, and her parenting. And, um, yeah, she's doing such a great job and, and killing it on the court at yeah. the same time. All right, Mia, let's have a look back at the weekend that was. Um, we'll start with Adelaide, who made it to zip. So they've now got three wins in a row. Um, they had a great win over Canberra, which was quite a close game on Wednesday night. And then they got the scalp over Southside. So Southside were without Lauren Jackson and Kayla Thornton in that game. But um, you played against Adelaide a few weeks ago and, and beat them narrowly. They're starting to really get some rewards now. They are. Um, I am still trying to catch my breath after the Adelaide game. That's the <laughs> style that they play. They're, um, they're full court, high octane offense. Um, they push the ball really well and obviously um, it's got some players that can really get on the rim. So, uh, yeah, it looks like they're sort of starting to hit their straps. I think their imports are sort of settling in. Mm. They've settled in well, adjusted to the league um, now and, um, yeah, they're, they're tough. Yep, absolutely. I think the imports combined had 40 or just over 40 points against Southside. It's the first time since Adelaide imports have done that um, since the 2019-20 semifinal series against Southside. So that's a good sign for Adelaide. Um, Let's talk about Canberra and Sydney. They fell short um, across the weekend, but the good news is they play each other this week, which we'll talk about um, in the preview. So someone's going to be very happy come Saturday night. There will be. There's got to be a winner. Um, but, you know, what? 
we can't sleep on those types of teams. Like they're, you know, a slower start to the season for them, but I know how hard um, both teams work at training. They've had phenomenal pre-seasons. Sydney had a, a really long pre-season and um, they're fit and um, we're looking the goods, but you know, that they're, they're young and that's probably what you see in, in games that that sort of youth comes to light a little bit um, in the crunch time especially and they're sort of not able to put that 40 minutes of basketball together yet. So, you know, one, they'll break through. Um, obviously, one will break through <laughs> this yeah. weekend. Um, so that'll be a great game to watch. Well, Bendigo remain undefeated this season after a huge weekend. They saw off Townsville by two points and then beat Sydney on Sunday. Annalee Maley put up two double-doubles for the weekend and is our Signet WNBL Player of the Week. Bendigo, it's a bit of a cliche about youth and experience, but my goodness, they've got the best of both. <laughs> they do. They're very deep. They run very deep. Um, they've got some old heads in. I don't, don't say old, Mia. You are old. <laughs> You're one of the old ones. <laughs> um, they've got some experienced heads in there that have won many a championship together. Um, and yeah, that, that mixture of youth in there as well, that um, they're very tough. They're very physical team, a uh, very physical team to play against. Um, they're looking pretty good at the moment. Um, so, yeah, they'll be, you know, they're undefeated for a reason. They've had a great preseason as well. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> Contributors everywhere mentioned Annalee Player of the Week, but I really liked the weekend of Alicia Froling. And tell me this, she went from right to left hand in the NBL one season. She's had so many wrist injuries. She changed her shooting hand, won the NBL one MVP um, in South, had a really good impactful weekend. Can you ever imagine changing hands? No, no. It's crazy, isn't struggle it? struggle enough um, being able to use the left hand when you know, <laughs> it, it's fully fit. But I do remember when Alicia was going through that tough period um, with her wrist injury and um, the fact that she's been able to do that, work so hard, it, it's probably taken a couple of years for her to get used to that. It's it's a huge deal to change hands, especially when you're shooting the ball. Um, so, yeah, she's doing extremely well and, um, you know, a bit of a foil for them, it's, uh, you know, you've got enough players to sort of worry about and then they you know, go to that next line of um, interior players. So, yeah, she's doing very well. Well, Perth has been a happy hunting ground for Melbourne in the first month and a bit of the season. You guys were there again at the weekend and came away with a really tough win. It was a tough win. We had to um, wait for a few extra minutes to start the game. We were waiting for the, the game before us to finish. It was a physical battle between Townsville and Bendigo. But, um, yeah, really Really great that we were able to head across and um, it's it's such a long, it's a demanding road trip um, and happy that we got the win. And um, so we've won the, already won the series against Perth, which is great. Um, yeah. 18 points from you, Mia, four of six from the three. I mean, you joined good company from the three-point line this season. Laura Mansfield's been on fire from there too. You did very well. <laughs> yeah, I was feeling it. Um, yeah, that's what Chris, that's my job in this team is to shoot the ball. Um, I am. Been putting it a little bit on the deck, um, trying to get that into my competitors' heads. I'll, I'll drive it if you, you're not careful. Um, but, you know, just taking the shots that are there and they're, they're the shots that I practice every day at training. So, um, you know, my teammates find me and I just have to finish the play. Let's talk about Kayla because she had a history-making weekend. She now sits second in WNBL rebounds for all time, surpassing the ghost of this league, Susie Batkovic, and she's now 250 behind Rachel Spawn. She's moved to seventh in scoring, overtaking Lucille Bailey. I just 
want to talk about the top 10 all-time rebounds list. How is this for a who's who? So Rachel Spawn at number one, Kayla at number two, Susie at number three, Lucille Bailey number four, Debbie Slimmon, who was an unbelievable player um, in the 80s and 90s, Karen Dalton at six, Jenny Whittle seven, Abby Bishop at eight, another current player, Gabe Richards at nine, and then the GOAT, Lauren Jackson at 10. That's a hell of a list, isn't it? She's in good company, um, Kayla, I think. Um, she's in great form and um, I think that's something in particular she'd be so proud of. Um, you know, I think she'll knock that record off. <laughs> um, but, yeah, the fact that what she's going through at the moment as a mother and being able to put up these numbers is phenomenal. Um, but, yeah, she's always had a good nose for the ball. Um, I remember back in our early days with the fire and um, Chris would challenge her to get you know, plus 15 boards or something like that, she'd go out and get it. She's just got these go-go gadget arms, great timing, um, you know, and and a grunt for the ball. So, yeah, she's a great rebounder. It's a pretty good rap from yeah. Mia Murray. It's all true. <laughs> but how great to have three active players in the top 10 for boards. Absolutely. Three yeah. all playing this year. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love that. Um, also loving what's coming ahead this round in round five. It's the Mia Murray Cup. <laughs> On Wednesday night, it's Melbourne and Townsville. Both teams have only lost one game. So you guys have only lost to the Flyers. Townsville lost their first game of the season to Bendigo last round. Um, You're coming up against your former side um, for the first time. Is it going to be a bit weird? Um, Well, just different colours. I'll try and treat it as just another game. Um, Yeah, it'll be strange. I'm, you know, I've played with some of those girls for a couple of years now and got to know some of them really well and you know they're my great friends so you know it'll be have a little chat to them a little cuddle maybe before the game and then um it's we're both going to want to win that game uh it's going to be really competitive so um you know familiar with Shannon's style so I sort of have an idea of what uh they might throw at us um but it's going to be a really tough game a really big test for us um yeah, looking forward to it. Well, you have won a championship already this year with Shannon, uh, with Steph Reid, Courtney Woods and Eliza Fabro because you won the NBL One North title with Townsville. So how incredible that you're going for two um, championships in the space of a few months with two WNBL coaches, Chris and Shannon. <laughs> Not WNBL titles, but you're kind of going for two from two. Yeah, well, that's the plan. I like winning. Yeah, I like winning too. championships. <laughs> um, but I, know I had a, it was a lot of fun that um, NBL one uh, North season. We obviously had Alana Smith, who was an absolute yes. star in our team, um, and we were playing some really good basketball towards the end of that season. And um, yeah, we had some fun. Well, there was a great video put out by the Boomers on social media, as there always is. Like they just do the best content. Um, just. Michelle Tim's talking about the recent rivalry. So going back to that grand final series, um, which you guys ultimately won in three, um, Susie Bakovic, Liz Cambage playing, that was really memorable. And then you guys beat, oh, Townsville beat Melbourne um, in the preliminary final in the hub. And then a really memorable game last year where you guys, well, sorry, Townsville, because you're not with them anymore, so not you guys. <laughs> Townsville came from 20 down, I think, to beat Melbourne in Melbourne after winning in Bendigo the night before. So there's some great rivalry there in recent years between yeah, the teams. Some nice little storylines there. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's always been um, heated games. Well, not heated games, but it's always been competitive. And, um, yeah, I would expect Wednesday to be nothing less. Yeah, it's going to be a great game um, on ESPN, of course, but hope to see you at the State Basketball Centre for that one. Thursday night action. I'm loving this Wednesday, Thursday 
WNBL because it means the week starts early and goes through until Saturday, Sunday. It's just nonstop action. So Thursday night, we've got Perth hosting Southside. Both teams really in need of a win now after weekend losses. Um, What did you think of Perth? Obviously, they didn't shoot. They had a bad shooting night from the three, but they've started to get their groove together a bit since round one. Yeah, I think so. Their style, you know, they're heavy on the three-point shot. So uh, if they can get that going, um, they're a tough team. Um, So, yeah, you never know. I think Southside Flyers, you know, down a few players at the moment. They've got to travel to Perth. So um, I think it'll be a close contest. Yeah, so Southside without LJ last round had gastro, got it from the kids. You know this life. You know this childcare every other week, right? So LJ will hopefully be back for the trip to Perth. Kayla Thornton was the big one. um, Played against Sydney on Thursday, missed the game against Adelaide with a bit of a sore um, calf, I think it was. So look, they need her. She's a stud. Um, They've still got plenty of depth. We welcome Monique Conti back at the weekend, which was great to see. So um, definitely both sides needing a win there to to keep on pace um, as we head in to round five. Let's move on to Saturday action now. This is the game where someone's going to be celebrating Saturday night. We've got the UC Cats, Sydney Flames, both yet to register a win this season but they play each other and they play each other three times in December. So it's going to be a Merry Christmas <laughs> for someone. This game is at the National Convention Centre. Who do you think is going to come out with their first W? I'm going to go with Sydney. Sydney? Um, yes. I think, you know, they've pushed teams for the best part of probably three quarters now. Um, they just need to put 40 minutes together. Um, yeah, I think it'll be Sydney to get this win on Saturday night. Um, but, yeah, Obviously, when you you haven't won yet, um, you're just so excited to to play that next week and um, see if you can break through. So, yeah, Sydney for me. They came close um, against Southside last Thursday night in Melbourne. Keely Froling's been doing what she does, you know, getting a double-double if not close enough. I thought Tiana Mungakar here played a really good game against Southside, so they need her starting to shoot um, the ball a bit better. Shyla played well across the weekend um, and Jocelyn Willoughby, um, one of their imports, has had a good weekend as well. So she's starting to sort of um, settle in a bit. Um, yeah, I think Sydney will probably get the win here too. Um, and then we move on to, well, it's a big weekend for Southside and Townsville. Southside back from Perth to host Townsville who hang around. It's a, a few days in Melbourne for them, but that's going to be a cracker game at the State Basketball Centre. I think it will. Um, Southside will be desperate to get Townsville back after an early loss to them up in Townsville. Um, that's a tough one. You know, it d- depends on personnel. I think Townsville Fire probably have Southside's number with their on-ball game. So I would probably say the fire on that one. And defensively, they did a number on the Flyers, didn't they? Uh, three weeks ago in Townsville, teams were both undefeated and, you know, you've been coached by Shannon, you know how well he prepares defensively what you're going to get from the fire and that um, that was a big game. Mm, it was. Yeah, you just – south side, you, you can't make any mistakes. They make you really pay at the other end of the floor. They love to get out in transition and – and go early. So, yeah, to, to limit them um, to low scores, I think uh, that's the key against the Flyers. And then two will inform sides finish us off for the round with Bendigo and Adelaide playing at Mildura. How about that? Taking WNBL to regional towns. You guys are playing at Gippsland soon. We are. We're, we're back in uh January, we enjoyed a little bit of a um, a camp there on our uh, FIBA round, um, which was good. Uh, it's always get good to get out to the regional 
areas and um, promote the game a little bit. But um, Bendigo versus Adelaide, two very different styles. Uh, you got phys- physicality versus, you know, free-flowing and, and fast up and down the court. Um, but for me, I think I'll go with the form team and it'll be spirit. Spirit. Mm. They are looking so good. We talked about last week, uh, ahead of the game against Townsville, they're both enjoying their best starts to season since championship mm-hmm. years, which is always a good sign. Um, they've just got so much depth. We touched on it earlier. Um, also, shout out to Abby Werung, who played her 150th game last weekend. Oh, how many well done, games Abby. How many games are you up to, Mia Murray? Oh, I'm over... Over 300 now. Well, into my 300s. Three, so you'd be close to 350. I'm not sure. It'd be close to, yeah, over yeah. 320. Yeah. Like Mark that. Quinn, get on the phone. He loves the stat. Because we did something together on your 300th yep. two years ago yes. in the hub. I thought it was 250. Yep. Sorry. <laughs> That's to remind me it was 300. Remember I started in 1977. So. <laughs> <laughs> Playing with uh, Lauren Jackson's mum. <laughs> Karen Blitzarves back there. No, you're not that old, man. But no. what about, um, I find it interesting, sometimes we're quick to point, oh, the older players, you know, Kelsey, Kelly, you've probably been called a vet. Like I think that's my middle name, the veteran. <gasps> I'm like, there's players older than me. How old are you, 33? 34. 34. Mm. Does it ever, like, raise your brow when you hear people? Because I think when you say it to Kelsey Griffin, it's like a red <laughs> rag at a bull. <laughs> like, I wouldn't want to say anything that's going to upset Kelsey, but yeah. age is just a number. Yeah, Lauren Jackson's 41. Yeah, I know. I know. I, I mean, the, you know, athletes, when you're into your 30s, you do get that tag that you are, you know, ageing and um, you don't don't see a lot of players go, going well into their, like, late 30s. So I guess that's why why people say that. But, um, no, it's uh, you're only as old as you feel. Well, we've got some young talent too. As We've got some great older players, but we've got some. Oh, you just said old. No, older. Older. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't misquote me, Mia. We've got some great young talent um, in the WNBL this season. One of those players plays for Adelaide and will be in action in Mildura this weekend. Her name is Izzy Borlace. I'm excited to talk to her. Do you want to chat to her? I'd love to chat to her. She's a, she's a star and I'd love to hear from her. Well, one of the young stars of the Signet WNBL this season hails from the Adelaide Lightning. We are super excited to welcome her onto the WNBL show this week. It's a big hello to Izzy Borlace. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. How is your first proper WNBL season going? We know you played one game last season, but you are doing big things this season. How are you finding it? Yeah, um, I'm really enjoying my first, or I feel like this is like my first season now and I'm really enjoying being back home and Adelaide's really welcomed me with open arms. Let's go back to round one because you put your name up in lights against Southside with a double-double in your second ever game. It really did feel like your first WNBL game though. Can you reflect on what that felt like that night um, in Melbourne at the State Basketball Centre? Um, yeah, I didn't really have any expectations at all heading into the game. Um, I was hoping just to get some court time. Um, and then, yeah, I, I was quite happy with how it went. I mean, we didn't get the win, but yeah, I was quite happy how it went first game. So social media is a huge thing these days. It was really just my space when you started Mia. It's a different world now, but I can imagine your phone sort of blew up after that. Were you being tagged in a lot of Instagram stories? 
Oh, uh, just a few here and there, a um, couple of friends. Um, yeah, but it was good. <laughs> so Nat Hurst is your coach at Adelaide. She's a first-year coach, but she's put um, a lot of confidence in you to start and play your role. What's Nat been like as a coach for you? Um, yeah, I'm really enjoying playing under Nat this year. Um, she's really understanding, can really just talk to her about anything and yeah, she's instilled a lot of trust with me just coming off the bench and just letting me do what I do and I'm really enjoying that. Hi, Izzy. It's Mia. Um, I am a huge Izzy Borlase fan, not only because you <laughs> play for Forestville, but I'm just so oh, yeah. in, impressed with the way you imposed yourself on the league um, at such a young age. Um, did you have the option to play in the WNBL, like to play college or why did you choose the WNBL? I'm really happy that you chose WNBL pathway, but did you have that option to go overseas? Um, yeah, for sure. I definitely had that option. I didn't really have that many schools contact me, to be honest, but I trained over the summer with the Lightning when Chris Lucas was um, coaching. Really enjoyed that. And then when that um, took over, she gave me a call and I was pretty keen to get down back home to Adelaide and play amongst like, some some people like Steph Talbot, like Marina Whittle and Loz, Loz Manfield. Oh, those silly colleges, Mia. Oh, I know. We might be kicking themselves. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, college loss is our gain in the Signet WNBL. You are a product of the COE and there's lots of your um, COE teammates playing in the league, which is awesome. Kristen Veal was your coach there and she's now leading Canberra. Can you tell us about the impact that Veal's had on you as a young player? Um, yeah, I absolutely loved my time at the COE and under Veerly. I mean, she brought out a lot of confidence in me. I was just a shy, probably still I'm a bit shy, but shy young girl when I got there. And then the likes of Jade Melbourne, Shanice Swain, and then Nadia and Dallas are like one of my two, two of my best friends now who I'm getting to share all these experiences with. What's it been like playing against some of those girls in the, in the WNBL? Nadia and Jade just this round gone. Yeah, um, it's great to see them. I hadn't seen Jade in a little while and then Nards, I've seen her a few times now and I think it's just really exciting that particularly Nards and I get to do this together and then Dallas who will be, will be back next year but getting to share these experiences with them. So you mentioned being back home in Adelaide and a bit like Mia, your family is sporting royalty in South Australia because your dad, um, Daryl, was a premiership player with the Port Adelaide Magpies and, of course, your mum, Jenny, represented Australia in netball. Um, did you have a choice about playing sport as a little kid growing up? Um, look, I think I've got two older siblings and I kind of just followed them around and then I guess mum and dad, we just have – balls hanging around the house and that's kind of just how I got into it, particularly my older brother and then my sister as well just all got out in the backyard and I guess that's how it all started. Well, Mia, you've got a brother as well who plays basketball, Brad, as we know, and we know the Froling twins are pretty competitive. Um, Mia, what were your backyard memories like going face-to-face with Brad? (laughs) Yeah, generally ended up in a brawl. Um, (laughs) But, no, yeah. We were, you know, I was, I'm three and a half years old, younger, sorry, younger than Brad. Um, so physically, like it, it took a little bit more to, to compete with him, but um, no, it was always competitive and we're always playing some sort of sport. And I think that's, that's great 
um, you know, when you're choosing a sport to try a bit of everything and even if it's table tennis and having a brawl over a table tennis table, which happen on many occasions. <laughs> Sound familiar, is it? Yeah, 100%. That's probably where our main brawls actually happen on the table tennis table. <laughs> table tennis. It brings the yeah. inner demon out in you. Yeah. Hey, maybe we should have a <laughs> table was- tennis tournament. Brad and Mia, Izzy and her siblings, and the Frolings. Can you imagine that round, Robert? <laughs> we wouldn't have a table. The Frolings would end up through the table. <laughs> <laughs> um, you mentioned some of the girls that you're playing with at Adelaide. Um, what's it like playing with someone and being captained by Steph Talbot? Obviously had an amazing tournament at the FIBA Women's World Cup. Runner-up in the Susie Batkovic medal last year and won it the season before. Um, what's Steph like? Give us a bit of an insight. Um, yeah, I absolutely love training against Steph and then being on her team when we play. Um, but I think off the court, she's just a really chilled out, cool girl. Um, and yeah, I've loved getting to know her and just like learning off her and just being us, being a sponge, I suppose. Like having her defend me at trainings is probably really frustrating at times, but I think uh, I'm probably learning a lot as well. Before you played in the WNBL, was there a player in the league that you looked up to or did you have a favourite player? I went to the World Cup early in the year and I think I just the, all the Opals just really inspired me. Um, I loved watching Christy Wallace's defence. I thought that was great. And then obviously Steph and now I get to play with her. Um, but just everyone like Sammy shooting. Um, but now the fact that I get to play against them, I'm just like, before games is fangirling, I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm playing against them now. Oh, I love that so much. Well, there's plenty of young girls fangirling you now, Izzy, because you're the up-and-comer in this league and I'm sure um, you've got aspirations to also play for the Opals. We know you've represented Australia in underage competition. Yeah, for sure. I think having the World Cup here really inspired me and lots of other girls, I'm sure. And then, yeah, we I was in India early in the year and – played in the under 18 Asia and that was a really good experience and hoping to do the same next year with the World Cup um, under 19s next year too. Well, we know you will be there. That's for sure. We're loving your work in the WNBL this season. Izzy, thank you so much for joining us on the WNBL show and we wish you all the best for the remainder of the season. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Well, the dulcet tones of the WNBL show have put your son to sleep, Mia. Come back any time. But I think it's I think it's great to have him here because it this is the reality for female athletes. And I did a story for ESPN last week about the players in our league that are working all sorts of jobs because it's what you've got to do to make ends meet. Cassidy McLean at Bendigo is playing WNBL, uh, working as a receptionist at a physio, studying physio and running a small business. This is I mean, this is not an unfamiliar tale to you over your time in the league. No, and yeah, I mean, I think back to my early days when you sort of, you know, you're at uni and then you got to drive however far to go get to training. And then you probably got to go pour beers or something at a football club somewhere um, to sort of pay pay your own way and make up um, that financial drop that you've had. Um, but yeah, I think things are getting better. They're nowhere near where they um, should be, but you know, there's a lot asked of you as a a female athlete or as an athlete. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Sid's asleep on my lap at the moment and uh, that's all well and good. You can't be tired. <laughs> Look, I've got a 
carry him home. <laughs> what was it like last season particularly? Because, of course, in the hub season when he was a baby, it was in Townsville. So you weren't doing all the troops, but last year at Townsville you were. So what was it like having him on the road? Um, it's full on. I mean, I don't know if you know, my husband was the team physio as well. So, um, you know, we had to make sure that Sid was looked after when we were on the road. Um, but it, yeah, it's full on. You got to, you know, just packing your, your shoes and your mouth guard. Um, you got to pack his whole bag as well. Uh, make sure he's looked after before you even think about the game. So, uh, yeah, it's full on. So shout out to all the mums out there balancing that. I just love that we've got 10. It's mm. just amazing. Um, and obviously, Kayla, um, your teammate, a new mum this season. Um, we've got three at the Flyers. I think Sydney's the only team without without a mum, although not really because Kalani um, Purcell's having a bubba, so she's not playing for the rest of the season. But, um, yeah, it's, it's wonderful to see. Um, so good to see you, Mia. Loving having you in Melbourne. It's a big, <laughs> enjoying it. big change, especially yeah. with the weather. Yes. Yes, big change. Everyone said I would freeze, but I, I'm very – lucky to have had a sunny winter in Townsville. Yeah, true. Um, so, yeah, I'm enjoying the, um, you know, being able to wear tracky dacks and all that sort of – that's how you say it, tracky dacks. Tracky dacks. And thongs <laughs> – not thongs, shoes. Yeah. <laughs> and what has it been like moving to Melbourne where Brad, of course, your brother, you know, we talked about it earlier with the table tennis um, rivalry. Um, Brad obviously playing at United, Bridge, his wife and family are here um, because you're – Parents, you know, have spent most of their lives having to work out where you guys are playing and all that kind of stuff. What's it like for the whole family having you both playing professionally in the same city? It's 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 really good feeling actually. Um, probably a, another reason why I decided to come um, to have that family support network there. Uh, yeah, a little bit closer to Adelaide for mum and dad to get to. Um, you know, we have some family pizza nights. You know, Brad will say, come around for dinner. Um, we haven't lived in the same state for probably, we were trying to count the other day, like probably over 20 years. So, um, yeah, and it's just Brad and I. So yeah. to be able to reconnect with your sibling and um, have a bit of QT, uh, it's it's really nice. I remember um, you guys played against Canberra in Canberra um, earlier this year and Bridge was there with the kids and I think because of COVID and everything, like you hadn't seen them for so long. So what's it been like? Brad's obviously been to a few of your games, you go to his. Is that nice just to be able to go and watch each other live? It is and particularly, um, you know, we're heading to the end of our careers, I'd say. So, you know, the games are you know, starting to slow up for us. So, um, you know, you don't know when it's the end for either one of us and it's nice to be there uh, to support each other in the flesh. Well, Melbourne United and Melbourne Boomers are the winners for having the newly <laughs> siblings in town playing this year. Um, Mia, thanks so much for coming in. Just sort of hushed tones now because Sydney is asleep. Um, isn't that amazing? He's gone to sleep to the sound of this podcast. Yeah. We can help you with anything. We can entertain you. We can be, what is that, AMSR or something? Like, I am Why making this. Yeah, like, yeah. you know how people like to listen to. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, we're here for all your yeah. needs. Find us on all the great podcast platforms. I'll be happy at 10 p.m. tonight when I'm trying to put him to sleep. He doesn't sleep during the day anymore, Megan. Oh, no. We've given him a day now. I may never see you again, Mia. <laughs> um, good luck on Wednesday against Townsville. Thank you very much. Thank you, Mia. <laughs>